high. It is far. It is gone. There's no better way to celebrate your favorite MLB team than by visiting Baseballism, the official lifestyle brand of baseball. Baseballism specializes in apparel for men, women, and children, and now offers officially licensed MLB team apparel. For a limited time, get 15% off your next order by using the code PODCAST at checkout. Shop now at Baseballism.com or visit Baseballism San Francisco on the corner of King and 3rd. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome to episode 47 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Red Sox have beaten the New York Yankees in a full series. They have won a more than one game series against an AL East opponent. Rafael Devers is the Yankees' daddy, and the Sox still have postseason life. Joey, how you doing? Good. I didn't like you saying the word daddy. That made me feel uh, not wonderful. But besides that, doing all right. Rafael Devers is the Yankees' father. Is that there we, yeah? That's better. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's because I, I had a tweet mm-hmm. about like on the left is Daddy Yankee and on right. the right is Yankees' daddy. Right. Which hand up? I saw it somewhere, and it wasn't about Devers. I think it was about like someone on the Rays or something. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So I, I kind of stole that one, which I never really do. I'll tell you, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's funny. Steve didn't think of this. There's no way <laughs> this is like an original. <laughs> You're like, no way he can be that funny. Like he's not even. Well, it's a just one funny. of those things. Like, oh, this had to have been done before. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's it didn't right steal like a stolen. It didn't feel as much like a stolen thing because, like, I th- I think I've seen it around. I think people just do it. And people are like, okay, yeah, it's yeah. like Daddy Yankee, and then whoever crushed the Yankees that night. So, right, um, right, right. but either way, uh, that was quite a series here at Fenway Park. Could have been a sweep. It could have been a sweep. Some would say should have been a sweep. But the Red Sox getting two wins was very important. We'll look at some stats here. It is the first time the Red Sox have walked off the Yankees twice in the same season since 1996. Did you say walked them off twice in a series? In the same season. Oh, okay. I was going to say they didn't walk them off Yeah, twice so they, they walked them off twice. It's like, dude, are you watching the game? Yeah, yeah, uh, no, they tonight, yeah. walk off on Friday, which, by yeah. the way, I mean, we'll, we'll hop around here. It's not going to be as much game by game, more just like the main topics of what went down. But... The game Friday, I, I'm I'm gonna say Joey, I gotta say, say didn't see that coming, really? didn't see that dub, not not at all. No, I I really, and I know the Yankees have been playing poorly. Gonna get into some Yankee stats here soon, but the way that game was going, and to get to the ninth inning and to see Clay home, see this is the thing where I still and you know your entire life and you're probably the same. You follow the Red Sox scores obviously very closely. We watch these games. But you follow the Yankees' scores every night. It's just an every night thing. I don't even care about what's happening with the division. I obviously care about. What's I don't even care that the Red Sox are in last place. Whatever. But, but even if even if not. you're 16 back, it's like I'm still gonna see what the Yankees are doing. The Yankees could be in last you in the AL East, and yeah, it's like you're gonna still be pulling for them to lose. So it's crazy when you hear like, "Oh, Clay Holmes coming back down to earth." Like, did Doogie ruin Clay Holmes? Yada yada yada. And it's kind of out of town, you know. They'll be they were on the west coast there. It's like you don't see it as much. And then at the park on Friday, he was rattled. 
Yeah. It noticeably rattled. Throwing balls all over the place. Had no control whatsoever. Credit to the Red Sox for taking pitches. They were, I think, J.D., multiple guys there, uh, taking pitches and giving them a chance to tie it. I was really hoping they would win it. Christian almost got it, man. He almost got that walk-off. You've had a and couple you chances. you still weren't feeling it? When did you start believing that the Sox could win the game? No, I more say that I didn't think they were going to tie it in the ninth. That's my point. Oh. That's my point. I think that's just been a lot of our feelings as Sox fans this season, where it's constantly like... Eh, okay, you're kind of in it, you're kind of not, but then it normally at the end of the game doesn't go the way you want it to go. And big picture, and we're going to talk about the series a, a ton, we're going to break it all down. Mm-hmm. Big picture, I think the biggest concern that we have is that it's a lot of this win two games, lose one, win one game, lose two. It's just kind of just a bunch of 500 ball mm-hmm. that goes on and below 500 ball. And you're trying to keep climbing back in the standings, and they're going to need, I've said it you know, the last couple of weeks, but at some point the Red Sox are going to need a seven- or eight-game win streak if they want any chance of making the playoffs. This is how you start, though. You win a series against the Yankees. Understandable, the Yankees haven't been playing great baseball lately, but it still matters. It still carries weight, and you're on national TV twice. You could have won both of them, whatever. You win Sunday night baseball, mm-hmm. and that brings me to some of these stats here. So... This blew my mind. What do you think? That don't look. What do you I'm, think? I'm looking. What, what do you think? Aaron Judge's career batting average at Fenway is now. He had one hit in this series. Yeah. It was that home run. One. One is correct to start. <laughs> uh, forty-one. He's one seventy-eight. So he's really good. He's way higher than what you okay. thought. But yeah. one seventy-eight career average. I only went low because you had told me before it was low, and then he just went one for what nine, whatever it was. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. So I just figured. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's that just, is bad. I mean, it's it's crazy. It, I'm I'm stunned. I'm genuinely stunned. He comes up to the plate. You think he's going, you know, to hit a ball five hundred feet every single time. But, yeah, Aaron Judge hitting 178 for his career at Fenway Park now. It's the first Yankees ALE series loss since April 15th to 17th at Baltimore, which is absolutely crazy. The Yanks were held scoreless for the ninth time this season. It's only the eighth time. Uh, that only happened eight times, rather, all of last year. It's the first time. This is interesting. This is for all from the stat sheet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Kevin for giving us this. First time the Red Sox have tossed a shutout with two hits or fewer against the Yankees at Fenway since 2011. Been eleven years. That wasn't too many qualifiers either. It was just like shut out two hits or less. That's I can do with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, last five Red Sox starts: Nick Pavetta, six innings pitch, three runs. Josh Winkowski, five and two thirds, three runs. He really should have gotten out of that. Yeah. That should have been six and zero. Nathan Evaldi, six innings pitch, two runs. Cutter Crawford, six innings pitch, two runs. Michael Walker, seven innings pitch, no runs. The starters are doing it recently. They're finally coming back and helping you out a little bit. Michael Walker literally came back and was dominant on Sunday night. He literally came back. He literally game. came back, yeah, from the injured list, finally. And fan graphs, what, what do you think the percentage is now of making the playoffs from fan graphs? It's it not what, bad. It was, what, 12 before? It was It was 15. It was 15, then it went down to 12. Now where do you think it's at? Um... I'm going to say back above that. I'm going to 16. Do they give a percentage? They, they normally do. I just round I round down or round up. What, yeah. what is it? It's 17. So it's right. I was going to say 16.9. I'm not kidding. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. 17. Yeah, yeah. You got it right then. Yeah. So yeah, basically, yeah. Sox have a, according to fan graphs, a one out of six chance of making the postseason, which feels about right. If you did this season six yeah. times in a row, if you simulated it, I think one of them 
like I mentioned, probably has the Sox having like a nine-game win streak, getting right back in it, and winning some crucial games down the stretch and being the last wildcard team. I just can't tell you how much I believe we're in timeline number six. What do you, what do you mean? I mean, I... I just believe it's happening. I just you think they're making the postseason. I've never had a doubt. Like I've you've never had a doubt. No, I really haven't. Like I, I don't know if doubt is the right word. I think every year I really believe this team is going to win it all. Like every single year. <laughs> I think the Sox are winning it all this year. I, I really, really do think that every <laughs> single year. And then like you know, even this year, like once October comes and they do make it in because again we're in timeline number six and they're going to. I know in my heart that that first game of the postseason, I'm going to think. Wow, they really can do it. They could, they could do yeah. it with this club. They could win it all. I don't know why. I don't know what that is. It's, it's some blind faith. But I, I think my logical brain also thinks this team is going to make it. Do you think we're in timeline number six? Where are we at? I think we are not in timeline number six, but I think there's a chance we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, that's not. I don't. An here's the, here's the deal. No, I, it, it's a complete non-answer. The Red Sox have a 0.5 percent chance of winning the World Series. So that via Fangraph. So there you go. One in um, two hundred. I don't hate that. Yeah, it's not absolutely terrible. Uh, another stat, just real quick, has nothing to do with this series, but just for reference, the Mets actually have the highest chance of winning the World Series. That makes sense. So it's the other New York team, not the Yankees, that have the highest chance of Best winning it all. Best team in New York. Yeah. yeah. And last thing here, when it comes to stats and numbers. I need to know the last time a Red Sox-Yankees series happened mm. where three runs was all you needed to win each game. That's nuts. Uh, I, I, did you see it? Yeah, I did. Yes. I did. What is it? Damn Man, it. Did you see it? Or are you just making it. that I, no, up? I really did. I really did see. You know what? It might even be on. It wasn't on the sheet. I don't know. Was um, it on the sheet? There, I did see. Uh, you know what? It might have been Nightingale. Was it Nightingale? Nightingale had a weekend, huh? people. Yeah, me and him are, are at odds with each other right now. No, I know. You guys go way back. I know. He texted me and was like, hey, bro, we should really sit down and talk. Yeah, it's like, what the hell, dude? I know. What are we doing? The last time, oh, uh, I think it's the same stat. That, what? That you threw out there already. What's that? The 2011 stat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but still, I would just like to know the last time a Red Sox-Yankees series Fenway, Yankee Stadium, London, wherever. Obviously not London. Uh, where it was three runs was all you needed to win the game. Game one, three, two, Red Sox. Game two, three, two, Yankees. Game three, three, nothing, Boston, Red Sox. Uh, we should start with Michael Walker, though. Michael Walker comes off the IL, and yeah, yeah, let's clap it up. Let's go, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, where you going, Mike? Where you going, Mike? There's probably some writers down the hall that are like still doing their story. Like, what the hell is going on? Why are people clapping Mike? so loud in the EEI Mike, studio? I felt we were calling him Mike, huh? I know. It actually felt very wrong. He's not a Mike. No, he's, he's a Michael. Yeah, he definitely goes by Michael. He's a Michael. He was the kid in class that was extremely responsible. Yep. Got there early. Yep. Never was rushing to finish the homework. Mm -hmm. He Michael Walker did his homework right when he got home. And probably yeah, and through baseballs in class, you think maybe what like through baseballs like um, seven innings, uh, no no runs through baseballs in hits. class. Yeah, I'm just going off of what I see on the field. Okay, yeah, that's if good. If he's anything like he, if he's <laughs> anything in the classroom, like what I see on the field, 
he definitely uh, has been working on his arsenal. Yeah. You know? In school, he was tossing, you know, seven shutout like every other <laughs> class. It was <laughs> just a really dumb comparison that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. It's not an analogy at <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. He was giving up two hits like every day and no more. It was crazy. But Michael Walker, it's, I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. Like, he has a 2 4 4 on the season. It's, no longer a, a fluke or a hot streak, no, or whatever you wanted to say to kind of justify what the beginning of this year looked like. We all thought, oh, cool, I mean, it's not sustainable, but it's awesome that he's doing it right now. No, dude, Michael Waka's like an ace. He's like a dude. I still can't throw that word around. I we had that conversation before in the season, and I'm like, ah, you need you need to be a certain kind of thing to be an ace. I can't go that far, but let's be real though. Michael Walk is a guy that, and I think we were talking about this, might have been saying it to you or Nate. Shout out Nate, by the way. Sure, uh, great hanging on. with Nate during these games. And uh, him and Coop got me a Ken Griffey Jr. jersey for my birthday, which oh, was, it, it was my birthday on Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to, a little tease, I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about Joey's gift that he got me in closing thoughts. Um, but it was incredible, and I have a lot to say about it. But uh, Michael Walker, I'm trying to see, what was the stretch there? He... We'll give you some splits here. In April, Michael Walker had a 177 ERA. Out of here. A 143 batting average against. In May, Walker had a 310 ERA, so a little higher. Tough May. Uh, May. He had, it was really that game in Chicago. He gave up five earned. He was on a great stretch, and they won 16 to seven. Those are always tough. Where it's like, here, we're giving you a ton of runs. That story had a couple bombs, I think. Three-run mm. shot. That's when he was in the middle of his huge stretch. So, giving up five there, it's like, eh, what, like, whatever. We're already up by ten. Like, right, It's right, hard right. to really like bear down. Low pressure. So, that was the only... That's crazy. That was the only start in April, May... Bas- All right. So, Michael Walker, April, May, and June is when he was pitching before he went on the injured list. His first... Let's see. His first 12 starts of the year, he only had one with more than three earned. And he only had two with more than two earned. That's insane. He only had one bad start. Like, leading up to that uh, that last outing there at Toronto, he goes five, four earned, which wasn't even that bad. A couple of Ks in there. Seven hits, though. Gave up a decent amount of hits for five innings. But, yeah, Michael Walker overall has just been... He's been great. He's had a couple of bad starts this year. Everything else, it's it's always it's a lot of zeros, it's a lot of ones, it's a lot of twos. And consistently he's given you normally six plus, normally around that around that and, territory. And a complete game shutout tossed in there just to stay in shape. I know, and right? Then, in Anaheim. And today, right. what was it? Five perfect? You go five perfect? Four and two four thirds and two perfect. Thirds. So I was ta- I'm curious to what, what you think of this. I was mm. talking with Nate and we were wondering. At what inning length on the MLB app do they say, do they put the little perfect game tab on it? It's after six. That's what I thought. Yeah. thought it was through six. Because mm-hmm. I was like, are we one out away from them putting the perfect game slab on MLB.com? <laughs> like, no, dude. You got to go through six. And who cares? Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I catch, I catch myself frequently getting all riled up about stupid stuff that just doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, we Nate and I probably had a five-minute conversation about how many innings you got to go to get the little perfect game tab on the app? I, I don't. It, who cares? It doesn't even matter. But um, you should start every game 
with it. I would find that hilarious. Also, like, I would hate that. Perfect. I'd find that funny for like two nights. That like this is not funny <laughs> at all anymore. Um, but I yeah, it said it was like oh you got to turn on your television. This is Michael Walker's perfect through one. And he almost it almost started getting weird. Where I'm like, wait a second, is he about to throw a perfect game? Actually, do this because I list anyone listening at home right now. Answer this question before I tell you the answer. When is the last time you think a major league pitcher threw a perfect game? Now, some of you might have seen a stat or you know a a tweet go out there because Rasmussen almost had a perfect game for the Rays uh, today, but it was ten years ago today. It was 10 years ago to the day that Felix Hernandez had a perfect game in 2012. And I think over like a five-month span, there were three perfect games. It was like that Humber guy, uh, Matt Kane, and Felix Hernandez, which is just nuts. It's a, a classic Tim Kirchin thing. Where the baseball's insane. You know, you'll see three in five months and then none in 10 years. Like, I understand. I get it. It's I, I thought it was Felix, but then looking it up, I was like, wow, it's actually been exactly 10 years since the last one. And that is so strange. And last year wasn't there was a stretch was it right at the beginning of the year there was like there were a million no hitters. Seven no hitters. Yeah, or it was it was bad. That was that was fishy. That I mean you got Corey Kluber on the Yankees well, throwing I mean, that, a no hitter. Was that right before the sticky stuff cracked down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well there you go. No, it, it there was there was a correlation, <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, I think the balls were dead. Who knows? It, it it's so funny. The game will tell you if something's fishy. The stats yeah. never lie. Like, if league-wide things are way down, something's up. Like, mm-hmm. something's up. You're messing with the baseballs. Like, the, the pitchers have found some new way to dominate. But mm-hmm. either way, Michael Walker, shout-out to him. He was great tonight. I love his composure out there. He's so, you know, level-headed. There's just, you know, nothing too high, too low. You feel you feel like you have a very responsible pitcher on the mound. <laughs> yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a good <laughs> old boy. Like, where's where's Waka from? Do you know? Uh, let's see. He's a nice Southern boy, right? I don't know if Southern is the right. Like, he is he like more middle Midwestern. middle of the states? He's a nice mid states guy. <laughs> uh, Michael Waka is Iowa. From, there we go. He's from Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Doesn't it just seem like Michael Waka could Midwest. pitch a full there season at the Field of Dreams? Like you could see every start being like. Gonna feel sure. good tonight. We got good boy Michael Walker on the mound with you know a bunch of corn around. It's gonna be a nice <laughs> night here. That was great. By the Field of Dreams game is just so cool. I have a question about the Field of Dreams game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in Iowa. Okay, never mind. I have right. no question, but no clears that uh, up. Are they only gonna include like is every Field of Dreams game going to include one of the Chicago teams? I think so, or That's a team around there. I think it's gonna it's gonna be that or a team around there. That's what it seems Remember like. Remember when I told you that Iowa is blacked out of five markets on MLB TV? Yeah, I saw a dude tweet it. It's actually six. <laughs> it's six markets. It's six markets. Wow, Isn't that nuts. That's a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, get get Iowa. I don't know some viewing ability, please. Would, get, you, please? Can, would you get Iowa some MLB viewing ability, please? Damn it. Please. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the signs that say that. But yeah, I mean, they say exactly that, and yeah. it's really smooth. They, they should have taken a little more time with the signs. Um, <laughs> But so Michael Walker, shout out Michael Walker. I don't know if you had anything else to add with Walker, but it was no, just no. nice to see, right? I mean, it's you keep hearing, oh, you're gonna get the guys back, and like, oh, you know, it's don't worry, a lot of injuries. It's like, yeah, but how many of these guys are gonna come back and be good? Like, I think that was 100%. another thing too. It's like with Trevor, who knows? Uh, with with Kike, who? Oh, big question mark. Who knows? That's an enormous question. He could come back and be Babe Ruth, or he could be a guy that is a career like 245 hitter. You know, like it's just not going to make a huge impact. At least he's going to be 
uh, an upgrade in center over Jaron, even though Jaron's had a nice little stretch here of uh, no issues. Uh, that's say, a week. I, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he threw yeah, me. A, yeah. He threw me a ball up there, and I, I kind of missed it. Round of applause for Jaron Duran for going a week with no, I know, with no, no headlines. I feel bad. So Jaron, um, we were up on the monster there mm-hmm. for the Friday game. Shout out to Colin. Just you know, it was like oh, there's a couple open seats in the front row. If I want to go down, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, I was like, am I gonna am I gonna like point at Jaron for a ball? I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not I'm not above that. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. And so he looked up. He definitely saw me and like fake through it. Looked to center field to throw it, and he looked back like, ah, just kidding. All right, here we go. Like, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you. And he, he tosses it up. It's got a lot of height on it. And I'm like, oh, this is probably going over me. So mentally, I'm already in the, eh, I'm not really going to try too hard. But then it starts coming down. I'm like, ah, I could probably get this, but I'm going to jump. I was about to, like, I would have hit a lane, honestly. Like, she was sitting next to me, like, you don't want to have that moment of, like, falling over or something crazy. And I just missed it by a little bit. Guy next to me got it and gave it to his kid. So it's like, it's all good. But, um, yeah, I just that's the kind of stuff that Pretty sits with me. Pretty clearly made for you though, and this guy. This but guy it was it, no, it no, kid. no. It was where it ended up. Mm-hmm. It could, let's let's. I'm going to be honest here, Jaron. It could have been a better throw. It could have been say, a better throw. Yeah, it wasn't a little bit. Like it wasn't really. The fall it wasn't really to me. Christian Vasquez threw one right to me last year, um, and that was that was way further back. I was you know front row here, but I'm not salty mm-hmm. about it. It's just that's the kind of thing that <laughs> you just got to catch that <laughs> ball. No, I should have made the play. It would have been one of those like you know when an outfielder makes like a good play. It's not a web gem, mm. but it was like a above average play. I would have had like, to make it. Yeah. Oh, nice play. Benny had there one tonight. Go. I was like, oh, good catch, good catch. Nice catch, nice. Yeah, yep. Kind of reminded me a little bit of that uh, that catch he made with like that famous catch. I don't know if the catch itself is like super famous. I'm not it's talking the, about the Houston one. It's the photo. Yeah, the, the one photo. where he's like in, like his legs are out. Yep, yep. Yeah. One of the best Red Sox. I assume Billy took that because he takes all the gems. But mm-hmm. the photo of Andrew Benintendi making that catch in 2018 with the standings behind him. Is just I don't know if there's going to be a Red Sox photo that I like more than that. I mean, it's Benny who looks great all the time anyway, and we'll talk about the Benny return with the Yankees. Um, but it, it's just it's so eye opening to me that the Orioles were 61 games back. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that, it's just how and how is that not happening this year? Like, what the hell, Orioles? You guys are playing too well. But that was crazy to see, and he kind of had a catch similar tonight. So I was like, ah, I gotta gotta tweet that out there. But mm. yeah, Michael Walker, shout out to Walker, Michael Walker. Uh, Raphael Devers, mm. Raphael Devers. Oh, what, what, what were we up? saying before? We, I think we were in the middle of a thought there. So with people coming back from the IL. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People coming back from the IL. You don't know what you're going to get with a couple of these guys, and like I think I think you're right in saying that like expectations are low for for guys that are on their way back, uh, especially because the two guys. That you did get back from the IL, the two pitchers that you got back from the IL, one took a comebacker to the hand and went right back on it. Yeah. And the other one is big struggling since he's been back. And they are your one and two starters. I know. So I know. I I understand the tentativeness among people to say like, okay, walk is back, cool. Like, let's see what it is. Like just go in blind a little bit. Makes sense. You know, based on no, you look you look confused. No, I, I was You're I was mad tra- at me. no I no I'm not. I, I, just, <laughs> I was just so stunned by the look. <laughs> I really I really look. What's no, because I thought you man? stopped like mid thought. I thought you had like more I words did because of the look. Oh sorry, <laughs> I was sorry. Like, What's that was going my listening on? face. I was just listening. Okay, all right. <laughs> Oof. I was like, what did I say? Like, Dude, you ever you get just, worried that like like oh. in my head I think I'm talking about Michael Walker, but out my mouth I'm going like. 
Yeah, hot dogs are weird. You ever really think about it? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> But no, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, you know, moral of the story, uh, in summary here with the IL guys, you just don't know what you're going to get when they come back. And you, we've we've been playing this game all weekend of, remember this guy that's on the Red Sox roster? Remember Tyler Danish? I mean, what? Totally forgot about Tyler Danish. Uh, Matty Stromboli? Kind of forgot about him a little bit there. Uh, we're trying to get him on the show at some point, so I probably shouldn't say forgot about Strom, but um, there's some guys that you just you go down the list and see that that's the issue. And in in talking with Heim and shout out to Heim, he got the most downloads of anyone uh, on the, in this show's history. No. no, no. Wait, who did? Cora. Oh, Cora. Oh, so Heim's in second. Uh, yeah, by a lot actually. Oh, okay. I mean, Cora. Cora. That was also launch episode, so it's like right, 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 right. Yeah, right. you're gonna get that whole push, yeah. but. Uh, either way, feedback on the Heim interview was great. You obviously had a couple people, oh, softball questions, bro. Like, why are you why are you asking him what he does off the field? He should be signing Devers right now. He watched Breaking Bad five years ago. Why wasn't he signing Devers five years? Blah, blah, blah. That's what everybody says. So outside of those, like, three people, uh, the reviews were great. So Just that so was you cool. guys know, though, the second we stopped recording, we were like, hey, what's up? Why does this team suck? Why do you suck at your job? Yeah. You should be fired. Yes. Bozo. That's what we said. Heim said a very funny thing to me on the field today that I obviously cannot repeat. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's self-aware, bro. He's, he's very he self-aware. That, that's what I'll say. And he's also aware of where the team's at. He's yeah. aware that things, uh, well, they they suck. They could be a lot better than they are right now. He knows. He he gets. He just gets the big picture. A lot of you are going to mm. say, that, oh, you're just being a homer. But like. Haim understands how this all works. He gets the whole thing. He sees the whole map. We're looking at, you know, right up until now. I feel like Sox fans, when it comes to, like, Xander and and, uh, Devers and any of these guys, free agents that might be coming up here that you'd want the Sox to pursue, it's like the fans are when the video game is, like, 43% downloaded and it's not, you know, fully there yet. Mm -hmm. Haim knows what the 100% downloaded version of the Red Sox looks like. We don't. We don't know what that looks like, but he has that picture in his mind, and we're all going off of like, ah, oh, these graphics suck. Like, what? Like, what is this? I can only play like a scrimmage. What's going on? I want to do season mode. It's just let it, let it breathe. Give it time. It'll download fully, and then you can look at the big picture. Until you get there, just shut up. Honestly, like it's it's killing me, Joey. And we talked about it before we were recording, but you can't post anything about Rafael Devers. Without it being like, oh, sick, he hit a home run now, but how have they not paid him yet? Like, what, what's going on? Oh, extent, what the hell? Home run against the Yankees, but, like, we're probably not going to see that again because he's just going to leave. Can we just watch what he's doing now, enjoy what he's doing now, and have that discussion for when we're going to have that discussion? Am I asking too much? I don't think you're asking too much. I do get where people are coming from. I get, what you, I get that you want your guy. You want yeah. your guy. It's great. We all want but the I, guy. I compared it like this earlier, and I'll say it again. It's a little bit like you're going on vacation, and you're at Disney World, and you're like, oh, this ride is great and all, <laughs> but we got to go home next week. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah. But, I mean, like, enjoy the rides here right now. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a beautiful waterfall. It sucks that we got to fly back to our home. <laughs> like, yeah, I, eventually, I guess. But, like, also, there's, like, there's a shot you move here, and, like, you live in Disney World. So, like... <laughs> It's like a like a good shot. It's like I don't know. I would say more likely than not that you do. This park is great, but we're gonna have to fly back and go back to work. Like that sucks. It's like it's 
it's like so, like your brother or something like gets off the ride and is like, that was awesome. And you're like, awesome? <laughs> we live in Boston, man. It's cold, dude. We're going to have to go back. There's we can't snow at home. You think we can stay here? We can't stay here, you idiot. You're so stupid. I just, I'm just saying it's cool, man. I'm just yeah, saying it's cool. Man. Ride was cool, but like back home's going to suck. So get ready, buddy. Yeah, get ready. Like, I, We're talking to it like it, it's I just want... it's too much about it's too much about a future potential worst case scenario. And that's what it is. It's not like it's not like the Red Sox have said like first of all, it's kind of, it's not even this year. It's not that, that he's right, a pending right, free agent. Joey, We're, Joey. Like, I can't deal with it for another year and a half. Like right this now is... I'm dealing with it better than you are, Steve, but I'm certainly I mean another year and a half of it I'm going to lose my mind. But uh it's not like he's, you know, a month and a half away from being a free agent and the Red Sox have explicitly said yeah. we don't plan on extending Rafael Devers. We wish him the best in free agency. Yeah. If that's where we were at, my God, yell as a fan base and scream at ownership and say, what are you doing? Sign him. Say that. But that's like not where things are at right now. That's what drives me nuts is that Sox fans are treating the Rafael Devers thing like he's about to be a free agent in, in two months. Yeah. And I understand the, the the Xander talk for that reason. No, I know. And, and the Xander the Xander talk has been such a roller coaster it's because it, it's you know you've, I feel different. I genuinely feel different about it every week in terms of like what's going to happen. I I've gone back and forth on that all season long, uh, and we'll we'll get to Xander every in a bit. Time it feels so sure. Yeah, I you know. know. It's never like, oh, it kind of feels like he might be back now. It was like, yeah. okay, so it's like guaranteed he's coming he's back. He's definitely coming back. And then back. It, like, there was like a month where we were like, hey, you just got to you just got to assume it's not going to happen. I know. It's, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. What I feel like with the Devers thing, and you just got to hear me here. You got to just hear me out, mm-hmm. is that it, it reminds me of like a like a motivational speaker that's like, if I can just change one person's life like it was worth it like <laughs> talking about this devers stuff with like the we get it with the pay devers stuff yeah. it's like if i can just get one person to stop being in the replies every two seconds after any raffy post we're like well wait they're, they're not gonna pay them and like they're so dumb and heim stinks and oh this team is so stupid <laughs> if i can get one person to not do it anymore then i've done my job I really what feel that you, way. What do you think that they're going to start saying once they do sign endeavors? I, I'm i telling you, Joey, I've never felt more confident. This is a lie, but like I, I've never felt be like, more. Let, let, let's say, or... all right, at this point right now, and I know uh, Rafi's been been struggling before that, you know, the big Sunday night game for, mm-hmm. for Devers with the homer and everything, and an absolute rope up the middle. I, every part of me, thinks he's he's going to be here long term like i, I not too. any part of I me think, thinks he's going to be gone so here's i think the reason people yell sign devers sign devers is because they don't have the same confidence that you do in that yeah you know i think i think you're more confident than the average person in uh devers's long-term stay here yeah I it was i mean so the the off-the-record discussions with Haim, all I will say, since they're off the record, mm-hmm. is that they're extremely comforting. To hear what Haim says, like not, you know, in the pressers and on Zoom and everything, is extremely comforting as a Sox fan because I know he gets it. 
he understands the situation. He gets the Xander situation. He gets the Rafi situation. He knows he's going to be judged on that. It's not. He's not dumb. It's not like it's going to be. Like, Whoops! Xander got away. Like it's. It, he knows the situation, and understands the ramifications of this. He knows he has a big offseason coming up. He he, he, he fully he, understands. Fully yeah. understands this is going to be the biggest offseason he's had yet with the Red Sox. So. I, again, I, I know I, I'm always just talking about this, but it's like the pay. Blah, 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 blah. It's August. It's August. I know they're, they're I know, not going to sign him, you know, in in August. They, it's a lot of people's favorite player. It's the it's, it's the, my favorite player. It's I love, the oh, best right. players come up through the organization, and well, Rafael Devers. Let's real quick do this. Mm. This century. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's say because the century is tough because then obviously Pedro's involved in it. Mm. Um, in the last, well, I was gonna, well, I meant like homegrown. No, I hear you. I hear you. Well, yeah, best homegrown Red Sox players this century. Mookie. Mookie. I think Mookie's number one. Like I'm talking like just best overall player all, all around. around. It's got to yeah. be Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts number one. David Ortiz number two. He's not homegrown. Oh, true. true. Oh, I, I forgot about the homegrown thing. Yeah. Um, Beauty. Yeah, if it's homegrown, then it's Devers too. Yeah, it's it's Mookie Devers, Petey. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Xander, it's Mookie Devers, Petey. I think you can make a discussion for Xander there. Above Petey, think so. I agree with you, Petey's ahead, but I think you could have a discussion. That wouldn't be crazy of like Xander no, ahead of Petey, but still, Rafael. Mm. I mean, we're we're saying that to say that like it's not like Hein doesn't know that. Like he knows yeah. where this guy stands. I know a lot of comps are being drawn to the Austin Riley contract. Mm. Devers ain't signing that contract. Oh no, he shouldn't. <laughs> it would be dumb of him to do that. No. I think some Sox fans. What is it about Atlanta? Can we talk about that really quick? Yeah. Why is everyone taking hometown deals in Atlanta? I I don't know. Is it, it like I think honestly it might be a, a Georgia tax thing. I think it might be like Georgia I'm sure that has, has really something low to do with taxes. It. Yeah. But like, is the organization so great? In Atlanta, Georgia, that like these guys are like, oh, dude, yeah, I'll drop fifty mil off my asking price. I'll well, stay here. Let's be real, and, and I, I don't think this factors in too much with negotiations. But when the Braves were here, when the Sox play the Braves in Atlanta, they always look like they're having fun. That's a fun place yeah. to play. Is that it? park looks cool. You got a new new park. Obviously, won the World Series last year, but anytime they play the Braves, I'm like. They got their stuff together, man. Like they seem like a legit. They're just a legit organization, yeah. and I I wonder how much players factor that in when when signing a deal in terms of like taking less money. It's just nuts, dude. I mean, and the one guy who left from the World Series team is like broken up and crying about how know, he's not I there. Know. God, talk about a that was so Crazy. that was so bizarre. Uh, we're gonna take a but, gonna take a break here. Yeah. Gonna take a break here. But we got our thoughts on Benny's return to Fenway. Very very interesting return. For Andrew Benintendi to Fenway Park. We will talk about that coming up next on episode 47 of Inside the Monster. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Over the years, I've started to realize the importance of taking care of your mind. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work, so why don't we treat them that way? There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. I feel like people have always looked at therapy as, oh, I don't want to do it, I might get judged, or this, that, the other thing. 
And that's just not what it is. I know personally it eases my mind and just puts me in a more comfortable space overall for any of the day-to-day issues that might come up. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash inside monster. That's betterhelp.com slash inside monster. Hey, it's Kenny Main. I'm the host of Hey Main. Gretchen, my wife made that up. And then I added the Kenny Main Talks to Famous People podcast. So far, so good. I don't know, a couple months deep. By the time this runs, it'll be later than that. Chris Guest, go back and find him. Chris Berman, Ben Schwartz, Aubrey Plaza's coming. What do you want from us? Find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to episode 47 of Inside the Monster. It's the OG Jason Veritek episode. Yeah, the Yolmer episode. It's the Yolmer Sanchez. I, I, it's got to be Veritek when he came here from Seattle. 97 to 99, Veritek was number 47. Is that like the best? Terry Francona. Of all time. Okay. In terms of most important. Toby Borland? Toby Borland was great. From the 97 squad? Billy McLeod. That's not how you... Well, how is Cloud L-E-O-D? It's either McLeod or McLeod. You don't think it's McLeod? I've seen the last name before, and I'm positive it's not that. Bobby Sproul. You got Bruce Hurst. All right. Scott Hatterberg. I like Scott Hatterberg. He was only here for one year, or he was 47 for one year. Mm Mm-hmm. Zach Stewart on the 2012 team. Joey, I got to say, of the numbers, when we go down this list, 47 is a forgettable number for the Red Sox. It might be one of the worst. (laughs) This is pretty bad. Travis Shaw in 15 and 16. Tyler Thornburg. Gorkis. Is it Gorkis Hernandez? So I was going to say, am I a jerk for not remembering? I do remember him because he had the weird name. but Gorkis? What do you think Gorkis Hernandez's average was with the Red Sox? Uh, he, he's a Virgo, <laughs> born in Venezuela. He's still living. <laughs> I love that on Baseball Almanac, it gives you died on for everybody and then just still living. <laughs> as, if, as if it's like, we're waiting for this guy to die, but he hasn't died Might yet. Might as well just include the day he died. Still living, but we'll have you the second he's oh not with God, us. Dude, not only, look, what? died on. Died in in the cemetery where he's buried. Oh, in. And it goes still living, still living, N.A. Just add those in after. Unfortunately for Gorkas, we don't have the cemetery he's going to be buried <laughs> at. Like, who needs this stuff? That's a wait, 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 wait. I swear to God, cemetery. Cemeteries in baseball reference? This is Baseball Almanac, yeah. Still? Yeah. Baseball Almanac cemetery. has the cemetery where the guy's buried? Wait. That- so, so does Ted Williams just not have, well, is the body somewhere? Um, Body's got to be know, somewhere, right? I don't know. All right, we got to look this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing first. We'll, we'll talk about Benny. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll talk about Benny. But first, first Baseball first, Almanac. Yeah. Cemetery. No internet site. It's, it says frozen. It says frozen. Wow. In parentheses, frozen. Dude, oh my God. What? Not even w- the cemetery, right? Yeah. Is Bobby Dore, Restlawn Memorial Park, Junction City, Oregon, obviously. Of course. Wow. And a photo of his headstone. They have the tombstone photos on Baseball Almanac. 
That is honestly what? what? Dude, they have a whole section of umpire graves. What, what is this website? <laughs> what is going on? You can read the obituaries, and I don't like this very much. So if you're into like people passing away, <laughs> baseball. <laughs> that's your jam. <laughs> If you're into people dying, baseball almanac is your Listen, spot, if there's a bad dude. call on the field and you just need to go look at some dead umpires, <laughs> boy, do I have the site for you. Dude, it's so funny that for Cemetery for Ted Williams, it says, oh, no internment. I don't, what? No what internment it, site. I don't know what that, what does that mean? Internment site, burial. The state site. of being confined as a prisoner. I do a baseball almanac. Let's just say for cemetery, it's like no grave site in parentheses frozen. That <laughs> I was not ready. Dude, we back to back weeks now mm-hmm. with the high five thing and like just multiple people came up to me things. this weekend at Fenway and were like, could not believe that high five stat. I mean it's mind blowing stuff. It really That's, is. It's truly insane. The Are, Dusty Baker. Have you asked your dad about it yet? No. No, I asked my dad about it after I learned it. I was like, "So you didn't grow up like you never didn't give like a high five? Yeah, I'm gonna He's have like, to. Yeah, ask. no, I didn't. Yeah, no, we didn't really do that. No, we sh- we shook hands back then. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> he's like, I think that was like the 70s or 80s they started doing that. I was like, what are you God, about? it's like people remembered it. That's so weird. Um, so Benny, Benny came back. Benny yeah, came he back did. to Fenway. He made his return. Joey, for some reason, thought they weren't going to do a video listen, trip. What, so what's listen, your final? Listen, listen. Reasoning? I didn't say they weren't going to have one. What I said was, I don't think it was a guarantee. I don't think it was like. What a, are you talking about? I don't though? think it was I can't, a slam dunk. That makes no sense. You know that Come makes on. no sense. Come on, you it was a big like part a of twenty eighteen. Absolutely. Everybody, let's also be real. And I'm not hating on this with the Red mm-hmm, Sox. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets videos. There, there have been people way less than Benny that have gotten tribute videos. Not even tribute, just like a hey, shout, you know, welcome back video. Shout out, you're back. I saw a graphic. Being a potential, or just a quick like they show one clip, they show the diving catch, yeah, they, uh, which I would not have considered a video. That's not a tribute video. That's just a clip. Yeah, I could have seen them done doing something like that, but instead they put all their time and effort into making a tribute video that Benny didn't watch, didn't care about, didn't wave to the he, fans. He about. Wa- he did fans watch. Didn't wave or care or clap about. So it was weird. It was no weird. No one cared. To break it down, basically Benny was uh, hitting sixth on Friday. Sure was. And I'm looking at it like, all right, we'll see, you know, we'll see how this goes. We were up mm-hmm. in State Street with Jared, uh, getting a little food. Shout out to Ruth, our server. Ruth is uh incredible. Mm-hmm. She's been at State Street for a while. And uh yeah, just having a little food uh with the first pitch boy. And I'm like, Oh, okay, it probably won't be until the second inning. You know, I we got uh who was on the mound on Friday? Evaldi. Like he'll give up a solo bomb to somebody and then that'll be it and, and we'll keep it moving into the second. And so he was on deck. Uh, in the first inning, and I'm thinking like, oh, okay, got to get out there, got to try to get the video. And sure enough, it was a double play, I think, by Glaber. And so it's the it kind of worked out well. So start of the second inning is Benny's coming up, like he's coming he's up, leading off the inning. Yeah, he's leading off to start the second inning. So he's on deck. They start playing the tribute video because mm-hmm. apparently they were going to do that regardless. Apparently the tribute video was going to be after uh, the first inning. Oh. So I heard that from Kelsey. Oh, that's cool. That it worked out like that. Yeah. So it was going to be after the first inning regardless. And 
then I realized, like, well, wait a second. Okay, this is convenient. You know, he's he's on deck. He gets mm-hmm. to look up and watch the video, which he did. He was watching the video, getting getting ready with the donut on the bat and everything. And it didn't stop him from swinging the bat. Oh no, no, he was still doing his normal, you know, on deck routine. And I'm I'm really I'm looking at him, and he's just got, he's got no emotion or anything. It's not like he's taking it in and. And I'm like, this guy is not going to tip his cap at all. There's not going to be any like real moment here. In his defense, mm-hmm. the ovation was awkward as hell. It, it was, was not an ovation. I would say it was like some applause. Yeah, it was. <laughs> not it ovation. was not much of anything. It's it's kind of similar to when like Yolmer Sanchez comes up. Like it's it was kind of like a oh okay he's guess yeah he's, ooh all right here we go. Um, it would have actually been weirder if he did tip his cap because of how small that. Ovation. I will. Was. I will give him that. I will give him that. That it's like, and and you look at Eric Hosmer in Kansas City. That's exactly it. I, he walked up and he was probably thinking, "I wonder what this is going to be like." It's mm-hmm. been five years since I've been here. Uh, things didn't go as well as I wanted to in San Diego. I got traded here. I, uh, you know, a lot of people think I'm overpaid, and Hosmer gets way too much trash on Twitter anyway. But mm-hmm. he's probably thinking, "Okay, my stock is down. Like, how is this going to be?" And Kansas City gave him a great ovation, and mm-hmm. Salvi was great. And it was all great. And so then he really, oh, I got to tip my cap. He was like, I, I got to do this. And he did. I think each each day they gave him a great ovation. So I understand that part of it. But like, it well, really. That's what's weird. Yeah. Is that we just came from seeing a great ovation. Yeah. For an integral part of. Uh, also, 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 also. To back me up here. Mm. No Hosmer video in KC. You sure about that? I'm pretty damn sure. That doesn't sound right. I saw if they had a video, I saw zero of it. Well, they they did it. I think they did a pregame ceremony for him uh, on on the Friday game. It's <sighs> bigger than a video. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. They had like a little thing for him, and he was doing a <clears throat> tip in the cap. All right, rewind like fifteen seconds. I didn't, <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretend You're I like, didn't say that. Even bigger thing. He got a huge <laughs> ceremony, and Benny didn't. But no, I, I just we just seen one. Is what I'm saying. Yes, we no, just we, seen no, of course. A big ovation and a hat tip and all that. Yeah. And, so, so it made it stand out more that he didn't. If let's just say if Vegas made odds for if Benny was going to tip his cap or not, mm-hmm. it probably was going to be like 50-50. It was probably going to be like split right down the middle. Like you mm-hmm. get even money for if Benny Well, you wouldn't get even money for both options. But no, I know. But I'm just saying like the odds wouldn't be drastic on either end. Right. Like I genuinely think it would be like kind of a coin flip of whether he was going to do it or not. And the ovation was the whole thing was weird. The whole thing was weird. There's no getting around it. The ovation was a little weird. I, I, I use the word ovation because everyone knows what I'm saying. I, ovation, I think, does kind of technically imply a lot. I mean, of, it was literally an ovation. I was just saying it's a it's a sad excuse for. An when ovation. you hear ovation, you, that implies yeah. a lot of standing and clapping. But mm. the crowd reaction uh, was very awkward. Did people stand at all? Not really. No. I was gonna say I don't think anyone. It was more just like, woo, yeah, you know, it's Benny. I remember that catch in Houston. That was cool, yeah. but. I wonder, I genuinely, I genuinely wonder what it would be like if he came back with the Royals and what that would have looked like. It would have been louder. People would have cared more. And in terms of like the appreciation they showed him. And instead it ended up being kind of this weird thing. And it even seeing him on the field before the game, it was like, oh, this guy, it just looks, this looks weird. It's got the Yankee logo on. He's smiling, yucking it up with Judge and and LeMayu. And so I'm like, Ugh, this is gross. I, I don't like this at all. This just doesn't the doesn't look right. Good thing, and it's kind of always been true about, you know, the handful of guys who have made uh, the Boston and New York trip. Yeah. Is that at least they don't look the same. I know they you know, look different. I think it's a. I think it's a stupid rule. Obviously, I think everybody does. Or not rule, tradition. Whatever yeah, you whatever you want to call it. It's stupid. it's a rule. So it's a mandated rule that treats adults like children. 
but it really can we can we give that a little, let that breathe a little bit? It is stupid. It is a mandated rule. It treats adults like children. You have to shave and like and Jen mm-hmm. Gallo actually uh, said something in the media with the Dodgers. It's like, yeah, I was. I kind of didn't love having to do that. Like every other day, having to shave. It's like nice that I can actually grow some facial hair out here. And he's already got a couple bombs. I mean, out what there. would they do? What would they actually do if you were like? They'd kill you. Gar- they can legally kill you. Let's say Garrett Cole. Yeah, three hundred twenty-four million. They and would he's shoot like, him. He's like, I, I have four chins, bro. I'm not. Yeah. Take it on my beard. Do, do they give the three twenty-four to his family after they kill him? Is my question. Um, I think they split it. They, what, I think they who? keep half. They keep half, and then they give the other half to the family. Oh, okay. So that's like kind of written into the Yankee. Right, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So if Cole that. grows out facial hair, mm-hmm. they get to keep. They get. They void half his salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other half of the salary goes to the family, and they can legally kill him. But the team does cover the funeral cost. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's. I think that's. Honestly, Funer- that's it pretty, was, I mean, say what you will about the New York Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan. Yeah. That's honestly pretty big of the organization. Initially, to it was going to be cost. a mutual option on mm-hmm. the funeral, but then mm-hmm. the team was like, no, we'll take that team option. That's on, yeah. yeah. I mean, do the right thing. Yeah. You know? we'll, we'll and the take Yankees, it. yeah, they traditionally always do do that. But at what day? You know what I mean? Like, so, like, let's say, like, Joey Gallo is saying, like, he shaves every two or three days, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you go, like, four or five days. Does, like, what's the protocol? Do you think somebody comes up do to you, think, you and says, Do you think like, they have, like, a facial hair guy? That's like, hey, you can't go out there. Like you got to come PR, back. Yeah, the PR guy is like, hey, do you mind cleaning it up? Yeah, clean it up a little bit. Little... I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. The Yankees have had a lot of players over the year that had over the years that have the ability to grow some big facial hair, some real beards. Sure, Damon comes to mind. Yeah, Gallo actually does come to mind. Yeah, some Gallo. some of these other guys that really look like they'd Cole. be great. Garrett Cole. I know. I, I don't. I don't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole. You know yeah. big beard. Yeah. So I just. They have a lot of guys that over the years that could have legitimate beards. There have to have been some times where there's some scruff going and the scruff becomes kind of more scruff. And all of a sudden it's like, what are we doing? Like, this is against the rules. I'm sure there's been awkward conversations over the years. I wonder who does it. I wonder who There's got to be somebody, we right? Ask, we should ask Johnny Damon. I bet he yeah. he grows hair fast. So I bet I know that about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we <laughs> talk about quickly that quickly, but shaves. um but it's nice that Benny doesn't look like Benny still. It's nice they didn't have the flow. I know. And the and the, you know the, the scruff. If he still looked like 18 Benny out there walking around, it would have felt weirder. I think the fact that he I mean his body has changed a little bit too. His jawline has changed a bit. Yeah. And the fact that he's got you know the the new hair, no flow stinks. I remember seeing it's him out so in L. A. for All Star, and uh, I'm like, this is just I don't know. This is a non fun. The the Red Sox Benny, the flow bro Benny, was like that dude's a good time, dude. I think like the debate of like is he Benny butt cheeks, is he Benny biceps, is he mm. Benny baseball? I would say that argument is over. I don't even think he's Benny. This, I think he's this guy Andrew doesn't. Ben yeah, this guy Yankees. Yankees Benny, yeah, he's just like like you said, he's the full name. He's Andrew Benintendi. This this version of Andrew Benintendi doesn't deserve a nickname. No, I think he's just. I think he is a baseball player. I think he is yeah. a Do- guy who just goes out there and plays ball. This weekend, okay. didn't it feel like? Oh uh, yeah, there's insert baseball player here, and and I'm not mm-hmm. diminishing his ability to get on base. I'm more just talking like that guy looks like he shows up, he plays baseball and he goes home. Not in like a complimentary way. But for whatever re- Okay, here's the weird truth that I don't think Red Sox fans really want to hear. He that's what he did in Boston too. 
But he had, Most but he had the hair, and he was tight with Brock. I think it was just Brock the made hair. Him, I think. All right, here's no, here's <laughs> I the think deal. It was just the hair. Brock Holt made Benny seem way more personable than he really was. And the other thing was the wind dance repeat thing. Like, yes, the fact that the he, dan- I forgot about wind dance repeats. Yeah, he like led the like his like Michael Jackson kick. Yes, thing, that lived strong, and it was like that was a big personality uh, moment for him. Yeah, but he never like. It wasn't like his his post games were um, super electric or anything. He just kind of had the you know a couple of dancing moments. He had the the ski jump moment. He uh, had long hair and he hugged Brock. Yeah. If you if you told it. me like all right, what was the one thing that Benny said when he was in Boston that got a reaction out of you? I got nothing. I don't remember yeah. anything he ever said here. He had no memorable press conference moments or anything. Benny was a big part of the 2018 team. Mattered a lot. Uh, obviously, he he tried changing his swing. Didn't things didn't work out? He gets traded. So that whole thing was awkward too. The ending was awkward. I'm sure he feels the type of way about ownership and everything as a lot of former players do. But the ending's awkward. You go to Kansas City where not as many people are watching you. You make the All Star Game, so you kind of prove like, hey, I still had it. Like you should have still believed in me. So I'm sure he's got the chip on his shoulder like that. Mm-hmm. But he shows up here, and it's like you still see so many Benny jerseys, which kind of blows my mind. And it's just a different guy. This is just a different guy. Like, the girls loved Andrew Benintendi. He was easily the most beloved player of the female audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys wanted to be him. And I think he was always going to be content playing anywhere. Does he look shorter? He does. What is that? He looks lighter. He looks a lot lighter. He looks lighter and thinner, and it's the same thing, and shorter. Yeah, he looks lighter. He also kind of looks thinner. And I was going to say his waist kind of looks smaller. Yeah. He's a small guy. Like, I'm, I'm bigger thing. than Benny. We're both a lot bigger than Benny. Yeah. I think he's like 5'8". What do you think he weighs? What is 70? What are, what are they he's saying? He's a smaller guy. He's like a pretty small guy. I think his longer hair made him look bigger. Oh, it did. Well, he also was just stronger. What's like, he, he, had, he had more muscle mass. Uh, where's the weight at? Does Wikipedia have weights on here? I have no idea. I feel Baseball Almanac probably has a social security card on there. Yeah, they, they got where he's going to be laid to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Benetetti has already decided he'll be in Dickinson Cemetery in oh, Ohio. Dickinson's too. <laughs> yeah, 180. Here. They got him at 180. I, I'm not even buying that. I think he's in like the 170s. Yeah. I got Benny by like thirty pounds. He's like also he's listed at five nine, which means he's he's really five eight one seventy is yeah. really what he actually is. That's crazy. So he's a, like he was this heartthrob who's like a very small. I would go I so know. far to say like a like a pretty small guy. So the the Benny return was awkward. It was it was, it was awkward. It was kind of the amount of awkward you'd expect, but maybe a little bit more. I thought we maybe would get a hat tip, helmet tip, whatever. Um, he made a really good catch there on the Saturday game. That kind of stung. He won the won the he scored the game winning run on Saturday. That was weird, mm-hmm. but overall, it's like yeah, whatever, man. Like do your thing. I know we had uh, we had done did a TikTok Damn before right. the game on Sunday, asking fans on Jersey Street about what they think about Benny. And it was kind of the the vibes they were giving us was exactly what was going on at Fenway when his name was announced. It was just kind of like whatever. Like it's. Cool, yeah. he's there. It is what it is, and I'll root for him. And I want the Yankees to lose, and blah blah blah. So, um, yeah, it was awkward. I think we could have seen that coming, but now we're now we're past it, right? It's you get that first series out of the way. It's like all right, whatever. He plays for the Yankees. Like it, Damon felt really weird. Johnny Damon yeah. on the Yankees was really weird, and he really embraced it too. 
and I know when we had uh, interviewed him last year, like he really was like, no, I was, I was pissed off that I wasn't still here, and I wanted to like stick it to him. So like he had some element of that. I think mm-hmm. I don't think Benny's here. Like oh, I really got to show them that like I can still play. I don't think he cares, and I think that's part of the reason why nobody else does. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like yeah, whatever. You're, you're here playing for that team. And we don't like that so team. There were so many things that had gone awry, like during the time where he left, and it was like Mookie was always going to be, you know, the uh, the big source of pain. You know what I mean? Like the, yes. the he was the big blow. Yeah. So like the fact that Benny was afterwards, it's like okay, yeah, ben, bye Benny. But like we're already kind of dealing with something over here. He also you know? didn't get traded right to the Yankees, and that's a big part of it. Hundred percent. If it was a deal between the Red Sox and the Yankees, it's a little bit. It's probably a worse reaction this mm. this weekend than it was. So fans are kind of indifferent about it. We get it. It's uh, I kind of feel the same. Seeing him out there, it was just you, – you got the sense he didn't want to have to go through the whole song and dance during batting practice. You know, Gammons is coming up to him, some of the people that uh, work in the Red Sox staff coming up to him, and he just kind of seemed like it's like – he was nice enough to him. Not, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong, but he just seems like a dude that's like, yeah, I, I just want to play and, like, don't talk to me. That's kind of the vibe I've always gotten from Benny. And I'm not even saying that like it's a wrong thing. There are players that that's just what it is, and that's okay. Not everybody's going to be like Christian Arroyo that – definitely wants to talk to you and you know has a lot of stuff to say and is funny and is playing really good ball right now so um by the way that was that was that we had a funny conversation with christian before the game on what saturday yeah he's the man or no i think it was it was friday it was friday Friday. yeah Yeah. christian's the man i I know he had said one thing that i thought was like for players players are normally not funny so it's just nice that the Sox have a christian arroyo that's actually like a good person to talk to and he'll give you something but we were just talking about all the celebrations at second base now where they're adding like new ones every week He's like, I'll hit a ball in the gap, and I'll be rounding first, thinking like, all right, I got to do this, I got to like break it open, I got to do the horn thing. Like, it was really, he genuinely was like, it's stressful when you're rounding first for a guaranteed <laughs> double. I'm like, I got to remember it. And he's like, they'll give you crap if you don't do all of them. So, I thought that was funny. I also thought it was funny that Franchi came up with all of those. Wasn't yeah. that bizarre? I mean, I I had heard. I mean, French was like the clubhouse guy that everybody loved him. That's in there. crazy to yeah. me. And he didn't. He spoke. Is Spanish only, and still yeah. like guys like Christian who speak English only are like, yeah. oh yeah, no, he was the man. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, how. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is wild. Just don't speak the same language, and you're like, oh no, that guy's cool, man. That is wild. What are your thoughts on uh, how Bogey's playing right now? It's a little weird. A little weird August for Bogey, dude. You know what I think is um, being. What is going? Is there a car driving through the? Let's see. Let's see what we got wait, here. Wait, wait, wait. Do we have a car in Fenway Park? Let me see what we got here. We're at Fenway Park right now. In the, in the gap there between the bleachers and the grandstands. Bleachers and the grandstands. Like in the in the Kyle Schwarber alley. Uh, I don't I don't see that. Am I hallucinating? Is there a Are there car not out seven there? goblins out there? Yeah, I see the dancing? goblins. I see the goblins. Okay, okay. I just don't All see right. the. I got worded. No, there is, there is a car. Yeah, there is a car. I don't know. That's weird. What the hell that is? Right. Oh. Huh. Oh, is that They're Wally? They're dressed like nuns? Yeah, I think that's Wally. That's weird. Wally robbing the place? Yeah. I mean, it's his house, I guess. I mean, that is your Fenway update. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about by Ted's toe cream. Ted's toe cream. Please don't eat it. <laughs> there you uh, go. Bogey, dude, I think um, so after Saturday when they lost, right? Bogey was at the plate uh, for the final out. Tying run 90 feet away, mm. two outs. I think I already said two outs. Uh, he you didn't, pops it you didn't even up. mention the two outs. Were there two outs? Two outs, yep. Okay, two outs. 
Um, he popped it straight up, ends the game. Yeah. Uh, very dejected. Not yeah. like him. He stood there and like took his batting gloves off and like, I don't want to say sulked, but he sat in the moment for a little bit. And then I guess for the first time, it was like very out of character for him. He told the media like, I don't, I'm not talking today. No, he he left before the media could even get to the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. just got out of there. A little crazy. Booked it. Very very uncharacteristic. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's struggling right now. He's struggling big time. He went one for eleven in this series. That's uh, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, and the thing really is, the other want. two guys that he gets lumped in with a lot, uh, J.D. Martinez and Rafael Devers, they kind of did turn it on this series. They, yeah, what did what did JD done? I mean, I wasn't. JD, they were still um, kind of struggling up until Sunday. So JD, uh, no, JD went three for four in game one. What are you doing, game two? Uh, I don't know, but he went four for eleven in the series. Game two for JD Martinez. I think he did nothing in game two. Oh, for four then, in game two. Okay. Yeah, I know. Spear had a really so good article. Spear had a really good article on the big three struggling in August, and he had said through July. That trio hit a combined 310 to slash line, 310, 375, 07. This month with the Sox, desperate to stabilize amidst their (laughs) – Spear is too smart for me. I I was talking to Alex before the Friday game. I'm like, this guy is just like way too intelligent for us to have a normal conversation. But it's (laughs) – Like what are we going to talk about? I feel that way about Heim. Precipitous? I've never said precipitous in my life. With you the Sox did. desperate to stabilize amidst their precipitous slide to the fringes of contention. Oof, that flew. Ooh. Yo, Spear spitting, oh, yo. Spit it to yo. me, Daddy Spear. What's good, Spear's son? spitting, man. With the Sox desperate to stabilize amidst their precipitous slide whoa, 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 whoa. to the what fringes of contention. They're hitting 185, 223, 308. Actually, yeah, no, this so was, this, yeah, this, so basically, mm. July, through July, big three uh, combined to hit 310. Mm. And in August, 185. In this series, three of them combined for 235, which is better. Bogey obviously brought that down. Yeah. If you take out Bogey, uh, JD and Rafi hit 304. Okay, that's good. That is definitely good to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, Bogey's hitting 204 in August. Uh, so not the best. He had a good. He had like a hot streak going right before that too. It's, at the end of July, I think, dude. This is this is totally just talking right out my booty here. Yeah. Okay, booty talk, booty talk. <laughs> ITM segment, new segment, booty, booty talk. talk. And then it's ten minutes of fart noises. <laughs> yeah. um, They'll approve that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna love this one. Uh, yeah, just just talking right out my butt here. I. Uh, there's been instances in the past where Bogey plays through injury, yeah, and it affects his play because yeah. he's injured. Mm. It kind of reminds me of those. Yeah, no, uh, I, it's it's a similar dejected look. I mean that that situation on Saturday in the seventh inning, mm-hmm. Red Sox got first and second, two outs. I know Bogey had the double. Verdugo got plunked by Chapman. You got mm-hmm. JD coming up. He's got a one zero count, and it's like you can't get picked off. He yeah, can't get picked yeah, yeah. out trying to steal. I don't even love the double steal call there. I really don't. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you want JD to focus on just getting something up the middle, blooping it, whatever, doing whatever he has mm-hmm. to do. It's a, it was a 2-2 game at that point after the IKF 2 run homer. Um, IKF sounds like an abbreviation for a swear, like, big time. But it I was... kill friends. <laughs> I kill friends. That's yeah. a big old swear. But I honestly, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe what we were seeing. I was like, wait, what's, what, what? 
Because, you know, Chapman turns around. I'm like, what are you doing? We had something going here. Why are you running? Why are we stealing? And he gets picked off and is kind of, you know, dejected over there at third. I have never seen this before, ever. I was stunned. Chapman, and it might have been one of those because, like, they just ended up going in each other's paths. And mm. But, like, Chapman gave him, like, a hug. Chapman, like, hugged Bogart. So I was like, what is, what the hell is going on here? Because um, I think he saw Xander look so sad. Like, it was weird. The whole thing was weird. You can't get picked off there. I don't know why they're doing a double steal. Uh, you might have had second and third just on a wild pitch. Like, Chapman had just buzzed one right off of Verdugo that had a mind of its own. Like, Chapman stinks. So it's like, let him throw trash and benefit from it. And instead, he gets thrown out there. And it really felt like they were going to take the lead. It really did. Mm. And that combined with Xander coming up with two outs in the ninth, tying run on third, and just a kind of just a weak pop up in you know right by the plate. That was tough. So do you, do you think Bogey's playing through something right now? I think they're all playing through stuff. It's just a level of you know how much you're playing through. Do you think if the IL wasn't as crowded that Bogey might not be playing right now? Potentially, but that again, I don't like guessing injuries. You know, it's, I know it, it just seems so like I don't know. It just seems like him. It seems likely, and like given all the circumstances, I know Pedroia has talked before about. Playing through stuff that he certainly should have been on the IL for. Oh, he's played through some Be- legitimate things, but like, fractures. Yeah, but like there were a, a lot of those instances were because like David Ortiz was hurt. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, I can't also go on the IL. Yeah, like I'm the other leader here. I need to be here. Well, I was watching you the know? Mets broadcast today, and they had a really good point on Lindor about mm-hmm. how he had a well documented injury earlier in the year that he was just playing through, mm-hmm. and he struggled at first, but then really started to pick up more. And how that sets the tone for the rest of the team, where it's like, I, I am the leader. I'm the guy that, hey, look at me. Uh, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm the shortstop that hits like, what, third for the Red Sox. I'm going to be dinged up. I, I play every day, you know, especially the games in Kansas City and I'll, you're playing the heat. It's just you're worn down. You're worn down. I get it. But with Bogey leaving early, uh, what, on Saturday, skipping out on the media, that was very uncharacteristic, but it got me thinking, Joey, that. I genuinely believe that kind of like in college yeah. where you could have like a certain amount of skip days before it really counted. For me, it was yeah. normally three. Yeah. And I feel like players should get that too. I feel like over the course of 162, you should get four like, nah, I'm, I'm going home. I'm not talking to media. Like, I, I think that would yeah. be totally fine. Like any, every media member would be like, that's not all right. They have to talk to us. It's our job. I understand that. But our job. It's our jobs we're talking about here. But no, it's if you want to skip out on media, I think it's I think it's okay if you do it a handful of times in the year. <laughs> that, that voice is really good. I like, I'm a sucker <laughs> for that one, dude. Uh, but people people gave Story a lot of Bogey got a pass. He's like never done it. it. If he did it again, yeah. they'd be like, yo, yo, what's going on here? What's what's happening? But yeah. I genuinely think it should be that. Like I, I think there should be some days where it's like, hey, guy went home. He's pissed. He had a, a brutal moment in the seventh and the ninth, and they lost by one to the rival Yankees. Sorry. I, mean, I think that is kind of the reaction to it. I No, I think it is, but like there's always a certain... You know the media hates it. Like... I think the old school media. And I'm not talking losers it. like Catillo, but like, you know, legitimate reporters. <laughs> I, like that, I, I like that you like refuse to to lump Chris in with like the losers that we're talking about. But like, you're just like, just so you know, I still think he's a loser. I still think he's <laughs> it's a, a loser. Kind of loser. No, but it's just like, I, I didn't, I don't think people had a huge issue with it, but I, I'm saying that 
for story, it shouldn't have been a big deal either. And everyone's like, oh, well, he was taking batting. I don't even care what he was. I didn't need an excuse. I didn't need an excuse for why he left. And so it's. Oh, is it because he had a bad game and he didn't want to talk to anybody? That he stunk and he wants to go home? Fine. I I, I don't know. There's always been a whole thing about that. It's like, oh, how dare they? We have to write articles. Yeah, what is he going to say? I stunk today. Oh, that's really good for the article. Like, who cares? Yeah, that's great. It's in my article. Read here. On such and such having a bad game. Um, So, yeah, I, I just. I have no real issue with it. I think that should be a thing over the course of the year where you get a handful of them that it's understood. Hey, I'm just going to go home. Um, but yeah, pretty simply put, Bogey can't get picked off there. I don't know why they're doing the double steal. And I had more confidence Rafi was going to get it done in the ninth. Even though he had been big struggling, I think up until that point in August, hitting like 185 or whatever it was, yeah. it just felt like he was going to get it done. But when Rafi's struggling, it's a little different than Xander. Like I expect Rafi to just immediately jump out of it. Where Xander, it's normally... A little bit of a sw- like he swooshes back up and it's like, oh, okay, he's back. Rafi Sunday night was like, yeah, I'm I'm a boss. I own the Yankees. Uh, I'm gonna hit a, a two run blast here, and I was getting the tingles a little bit. I was getting the tingles tonight. You know, told Nate like I think he's going deep here, and then bada bing, bada boom. You know, he goes deep. But with Xander, I don't feel I don't get the tingles with Xander like ever the home run tingles. But I mean, he has like he has nine. He's got nine, nine bombs. But still, it, it's. He'll Xander has has had a very interesting season. Overall, it's been a very interesting year. A lot of that averages singles and doubles. And defensively, he's, he's been good. He's been very good. There hasn't been a lot of like, oh, what was that? Uh, and there never really was. A lot of it was the range stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just I think it's you know if they're gonna make the playoffs, you obviously need Xander to be hitting better than two hundred four in August. So he's gonna have to pick that up. Pittsburgh's a great place to do that. Uh, any other takeaways for you from this series? Big series win for the Sox. Uh, takeaways, no, but we Cutter do Crawford, have a segment no. we haven't done yet. Yes, I know. Very okay. excited. But okay. real quick, okay. shout out to okay. Cutter Crawford because we have to do that every show. Not yep, have to. We, we just want to do that. Like, yeah. Shout out to Cutter Crawford. Shout the out to Cutter Crawford. Staff from Justin here. Crawford has thrown at least five innings in each of his last eight outings. Seven of those came against winning teams. Woo! In that span, he has a 3-2-0 ERA, a 1-whip, and a 2-11 opponent average. Since the start of July, Crawford leads the Red Sox in innings pitch with 45. Wow. So, shout-out to Cutter Crawford. It's, I mean, yeah, let's put these down. Yep. Come on! You big boy, Cutter! Cutter, cut, cutter, cutter, cutter. <laughs> that sounded like you were booing him or something. That sounded like a uh, har- harassment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So no, remember those dudes a, at Cooperstown? I was just thinking that, that. were yelling the mo- the the mom's the name. Mom. I guess this, a lot of them are moms, but yelling the the, the wives' name wives. of the Hall of Famers. Yeah, it was like. No, if you're doing a chant, you gotta be like Sandy, Sandy, not Sandy. Those are different chants, bro. Yeah, you're mocking her. You're mocking her if you're doing the Sandy. Anyway, yeah. um, Cutter Crawford has been anyway Cutter awesome. Been Shout out to Cutter Crawford. <laughs> uh, yeah, could have been a sweep. It was a series win. We will take it, and it is time for series MVPs. Who you Thank got? Thank you for remember. I think we have the same guy, right? I got Michael Walker. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick, bro. Wow. That's what I thought after uh shout out to Mike Eamon. He got a good picture of me and Elaine on my birthday. I was like, nice pick. Whoa. Whoa. Someone said I look like a cardboard cutout of myself, which is actually <laughs> very funny and, and pretty yeah, accurate. Lots of photograph. It's two-dimensional. Yeah, but like no, I, I look very movie. cardboard cutouty. Oh uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So good on you, man. Congratulations. Yeah, good on you, bro, you. for huge. being cardboard cutouty. <laughs> 
I'm I was proud saying that, you, like, bro. showing off. I'm like, dude, you would not believe it. It looks like a You still car. got it, man. Yeah, you still got it, bro. Um, I got Tommy Pham. Okay. Pham was huge. Yeah. Five, He's been awesome. Five for 14. Yeah. Uh, walk off in game one. Mm. And, uh, you know, other moments, too. Yeah, no. Shout out to Tommy yeah. Fan. Yeah, did other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Well, he's, he's been he's been a spark there. Love that he's at the top of the lineup. He's and a he guy had that, that great line. What's that? The great dad line. Did I miss this? I think I missed this. Oh well, after the walk off, uh, he said, "We don't get paid overtime. Just end it." Wow, how did yeah. I miss that? Yeah, it was good. He said it to Jamai. They were like, he was like, "Oh, look what happened when you got up to the play." He's like, "Well, I was just thinking, man, we don't get paid overtime. Let's just end it." That, doesn't that line work better in the ninth inning, though? If it's a walk off in the ninth, but I mean, he walked it off in the tenth, you know? Yeah, I think he was like, "Hey, like, like this is free free work. We got yeah, you can thing. only get so much free work, you yeah, know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it, the line was just completely, dead, you can only get so much free work. So I decided I'm gonna get the a hit. Free, so we're so it's like a fixed um, salary, <laughs> fixed right? Rate, right, Jemai. So like, basically, here's it's every other week. So like. <laughs> <laughs> This is on the big screen. Anytime like, um, when the game goes more than nine I'm innings, I'm like, I don't get paid. I'm not getting any money for this. And so it's like, and I don't see it in the check. Like, you want me to, this is what the checks look like. What the hell are you doing? Just answer the question, dude. I got Michael Walker. I got Michael, Michael Walker, Walker, seven Michael shutout Walker. innings, two hits against anyone in a return would be great. It was against the Yankees. Obviously, the Yanks are struggling a little bit, but yeah. still, matters a little more when it's on prime time, Sunday night baseball, bright lights, all that stuff. They have the K-Rod cast going, which is like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I like Derek. Derek Jeter is just, he's so smooth. So any clip with him, I'm like, this guy is as smooth as they come. Um, only three teams in MLB with more wins than the Yankees. I know they're, I know they're down, but still, it means something that you come back and you do it against a team like that. Uh, on the flippity flip, this is just the Yankee stacks. Any any bad thing about the Yankees, I'm going to tell you. I did, I did the math. Yep. Yankees are now 16 and 22 since the start of July. That's just a 68 win pace over the course of a whole season. Oh. They had a 118 win pace in April through June. Wow. So in July and August, 68 win pace. They stank. Michael this Walker. Would have been a great time to make up some ground in the. Division. I know, I know, I know. Division's still alive. Sox still alive in the AL East. Uh, Michael Walker is my MVP. Joey's is Tommy Fam. Those both feel really good. That, we, yeah, we nailed it. We did a really good job Shout there. Shout out to us. Uh, coming up next, we are wrapping up episode 47 with our closing thoughts. Hey, everyone. I'm Ron Darling. And I'm Jimmy Rollins. The official baseball rule book is full of all sorts of strange rules. But the unwritten rule book is even weirder. We each come from different eras, and we each were taught to play the game in different ways. In this new podcast series, we're going to break down all of the unwritten rules that govern the game, from throwing out a batter to stealing bases during a blowout. Check out Unwritten from Odyssey and MLB. New episodes start June 1st. Find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her. Love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify.
We are back. Episode 47, Inside the Monster. Sox won a series against the New York Yankees. Two series wins in a row. That series yeah. against the Orioles was wild. Just dominance. They I swept know. them. If you guys haven't heard, uh, we did a double episode on it. Uh, it was... It was too long. It was four and a half, five hours. So we just didn't touched. post. Yeah, so we didn't post it. <laughs> so it's on our SoundCloud. If you can find our SoundCloud, it's on there. We break down basically every pitch of that game, right? Yeah, we went through pitch by pitch of the entire Red Sox and Orioles series. And we paused it a bunch. Yep, and we put it on our MySpace and our SoundCloud. My Yeah, yeah, the MySpace, well, it's a condensed version on there. But it's on the Napster library, if you wow. want to. There's there's the five years showing right there. There it there's is. The gap. Yeah, I dude, Napster, Napster was tough, man. You try to download. LimeWire. You try to download like five songs. You'd set that up before you go to school, mm-hmm. and you'd come back, and your your computer. This is like pre laptop. Well, I don't know if it's pre, but for us, your computer would just explode. The house oh, computer was like just every on, day. It was just on fire. Like. Mm-hmm. It just overheating. It's like, dude, I can't download all these Usher songs. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. This Britney Spears stuff ain't gonna work and the anymore. Whole thing is like it, was, it was never what it was labeled. No, right? I remember my brother's best friend got like mega fined by Napster. Like they tracked him down, and he got like a big fine for each song that he illegally downloaded. It was thousands of dollars. Oh my God. For like downloading whatever, like Timberlake songs. Shut Crazy. Up. But Shut up, you know? Anyway, um, my closing thought is a huge shout out to Joey for the birthday gift he got oh, me. Oh, that's me. It was super cool, super thoughtful. So I opened it up. Then at first, I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, cool. Like a, a framed Sports Illustrated with some <laughs> Red Sox fan kids on it. Am I one of these? Like, what's going on? And you pointed to the date. So it is exactly the day I was born. Which blew my mind yeah. when I saw August 13th, 1990. Same as Hansel Robles. We got the same exact birthday. And it's the fact that the SI that came out the day I was born has Red Sox kid fans at Fenway. It's about seeking autographs. It's about autograph seekers. Yeah. And which I did so much growing up with Nomar and Mo mm-hmm. Vaughn and, and Pedro. Well, Pedro never really signed that much. Manny. All those guys. Mm-hmm. And it it just it genuinely freaked me out a little bit. I was like, "How that? What were the odds that this would happen?" That's it's a crazy. fake print, man. I made it. It's not even. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine no, if I, I did take I a look a little closer, and it's clearly glued on. I'm like, "This <laughs> the date was just added on here," but that's a little nuts, though. And no, 100. percent I double, triple, quadruple checked it because I was like, "This yeah. is this is weird." And it was like the national issue. It wasn't like there was like SI Boston or like SI yeah. Kids Boston. It was like, and it's also a monthly issue. Too, you know, yeah, I, I like the fact that it's the more we the broke day. it down at the old apartment, I was like, this just is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah, but a great gift, Joey. Thank hey, you very thank much you. for that. Glad you liked um, it. Yeah, it was a fun birthday. Went home, had a little lunch with the fam. That was great. Mm. And then Sox Yankees Saturday night at Fenway. A couple Vaughn Lems doesn't get much better than that, man. Fun yeah. time. Yeah, fun time. I'll say, dude, I'm I'm not going out. Oh yeah, we got to mention that. Yeah, we we went to Bill's again. bar. Um, yeah, I don't really, let's I, throw him under the bus. Let's say who it was. It was Bill's Bar in Landisdown. Holy cow. Yeah. Those places are. Well, it's not like Bill's Bar was great to us with uh, Section 10. We did some live shows there and like okay. they were awesome. So like I don't want to like dump on Bill's Bar. I think it's a fun place. But Me too. I just actually. don't know what was going. It was just packed, dude. Like not packed like, oh, it's crowded. Like it was like dangerous packed. Like you like, literally couldn't move. Like if there was like a fire or something, we're all toast. Literally. There's. That, that was good. good. That was really good. I know, you I should feel, happy I birthday, bro. That feels like it's in an article. <laughs> they would have been toast, literally. Um, <laughs> but then, 
787 people are toast. I'm really literally I'm really after Bill's bar burst. We make these reporters seem like nerds out here, but like no, we we transferred over. Transfer that's not the right. Well, you can just slide over to Lansdowne Pub because that's where the bathroom is. Bill's bar doesn't have a bathroom. They're connected. Those bars. Right, right, right. And go over there, and we were Same just thing, we were just trying to get a drink. Uh, be in a lane, and I know you guys are there too, and we're all just trying to just be able to hang. And it's like, oh, that's the even if we get one, we're just going to be swarmed by people. Like, I don't want to do this. We're trying to get out, getting like pushed by like Yankee fans. I just stare this big boy down. Mm. It hit me real quick. I'm like, nah, he's huge. Like, this is it, you probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah, stare at this yeah, guy yeah. anymore. Um, but kind of gave him a little death stare. I'm like, don't push me, bro. I don't. I didn't say that. I don't have that in me. But it's just that that whole setup was uh, an absolute nightmare. So. Didn't love that. Yeah, rest of the birthday was great though. That, yeah. that was just like we got to clean that up. I don't really love going out around Fenway anymore. Like nothing's gonna match Baseball Tavern, and um, I know we've we've broken this down before, but I don't know. It just feels like it's I more like that for place like, that we found ourselves at together last night. Don't want to say the name of it. You and I found ourselves at one. Oh uh, yes, for yes, like yes. That place there. is good. I that think that's gonna good. become the go-to place for me, honestly. I would agree. That and then I got I got a new spot. I got another new spot. But like it's not it's not like Tavern. It didn't, Tavern was a per- perfect middle ground. Yeah. Where like that place we were at, it's like a little tame. But like that's that's my speed. Is like I just want somewhere I can sit, have a conversation, and have a beer. Like, yeah. That's yeah. all I need. Totally agree. What's your uh, closing thought? Um. <clears throat> Happy birthday. <laughs> no, no, no. Saying, oh, oh, my God. Uh, that would be the bit that's just like, dude, all right. Yeah, no, I got it. No, I have to sing the whole song, finish it. It's a thing I, I have. Sorry. Yep. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I really have one, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm happy to be back at Fenway, bro. It, it was yeah. such a long time that I wasn't here. It was like a month and a half. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that, it felt like a long time. It felt like a long time. We haven't recorded here in, in ages. It was the last Sunday night baseball for the Yankees uh, series there. But one, I'm going to add one here. This is probably yeah, a little surprise add-on. I'm going to add one here. Okay. I got I to gotta give a shout-out to Jared. It was a great first pitch. There was a lot of hype around the first pitch. Oh, what's it going to be? Is it this, that, the other thing? Um, deep down, yeah, I want, of course I want it to be terrible. I That's that's what our relationship is. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I was... Hoping, you know, with a bunch of people here filming, this thing was going to go the backstop. It would be a whole thing. Part of it's because, you know, my my Hyannis first pitch was terrible. So I'm like, I need him to feel that pain at a much bigger scale at Fenway Park. But that uh, was a great pitch. Threw it to Cora. We were talking with Jared a lot before uh, the game. Uh, really picking his brain, seeing if he, he was nervous. He seemed a little nervous. Mm. But, uh, you yeah, know, it was a great pitch. Uh, Katillo asked me on the field before the game. He's like, do you think it's going to be good? Like, I think it's gonna be a good pitch, and I was like, "I know what I'm rooting for. I think we're all rooting for the same thing." <laughs> and he looked at me very seriously, and he said, "Torn labrum." <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he had to get like carted off of Fenway because he tore something throwing a first pitch. But now I went. I mean, it went like you would want it to go if you're him, right? I mean, that's exactly. Uh, I, I told you it was it going couldn't to have gone too. better. I was like it. That's just kind of how Jared's life goes. Like things just all kind of go right, you know. Yeah, well, just a lot. Work yeah, out no, a lot, a lot of things have worked I, out. I mean, I don't obviously, know every happening of his life. No, but I know. In I, his I career, obviously things just kind of. Work I obviously out know him. Jared very well. He's put a lot of hours in. We uh, get on each other's case, but it was a good pitch. It was a good pitch. It was a good pitch. You know, credit where credit is due, and you know, it's cool that Cora caught it. And um, I do have one thing to say. This isn't about Jared, but like. A first pitch should be a first pitch. We, I'm, I'm not huge on like multiple first pitches. Because there was someone you. else that threw you. one, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That. That's the second. That's the second pitch. Yeah, it's not the first pitch. It's not the first pitch. Like Jennifer Hudson, they they had a, a first pitch of someone I've never heard of before, and then Jennifer Hudson came out and threw one, and I'm like, first off, 
that kid that threw one earlier like yeah. should not have been ahead of Jennifer Hudson. Like, what was that all about? But um, she had Jay Hud on the back of her jersey. I'm don't like, has like anyone that. ever called Jennifer Dude, Hudson? It, like, yeah, I don't like. You can't just do that with your name. Like, you can't be S per. Yeah, I'm like, you know, you can't just can't make up J-Cop. nicknames about Actually, yourself. J Cop kind of works. J Cop kind of like J Cop. S per is terrible. It's terrible. Spur. Ugh, God. J Hud. I was like, J Hud. What is that all about? She was doing a lot out there. I, I she was kind of hashtag doing too much a little bit on the mound. She also had like an ankle length gown on. I don't, and pra- it was a good pitch for having gown. like the the whole you know outfit on but yeah, the whole shebang there. um but yeah fun just a fun time fun time at good Fenway weekend. this weekend good it was a good weekend. weekend and the Sox won two games they won two games and when you win two out of three it is a series win I know we haven't had a lot of those so I just want to remind you what that means remember these remember these it's a series win we got series MVPs got a nice off day Today is and a nice off day. The, the old Pittsburgh Pirates. On the other side. I know. I, I know. Playing the Pirates at the best ballpark in the National League. It's the best ballpark in Pittsburgh they got going on over there. I want to see PNC. It would be nice to see PNC Park. As I, have, I like, think it is like uh, it's usually ranked as like number one in in the bigs. Honestly, as far as like fan experience in general. Yeah, it's and up that's there for like a horrible team too. I know. So that says something. I know. Very true. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was a fun weekend. Uh, all the Sox have to do now is win like seven games in a row. Anything is possible. I just, I can't, I can't overstate that enough. Like, it's gonna take a win streak. It's gonna take a legitimate seven, eight, niner uh, to to get back in the race and to actually. I know they're in the race, quote unquote. They're in the race, but you're gonna have to have a nice streak here to legitimately get that last spot. So. Uh, Joey, that was fun. That was a really fun weekend, fun show. And the next you will hear from us, as you can imagine, is the series preview for Pirates Red Sox. And then we got, yeah, three there, three in Baltimore, and then back here for another huge six-game homestand. So these games all matter more and more each day, and hopefully they can keep winning series. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer, mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. (laughs) 